And welcome everyone to the newest episode of Ian Hates Music. My name is Ian. And I'm Craig. And it feels really good to be back, Craig. Um, how are you feeling today? It's good. We had a couple weeks off here while you were traveling, traveling the world. Traveling the world. All the <laughs> way to, to good old Ireland. Yes. There you go. Yeah. Drank a lot of Guinness. A lot of Guinness, a lot of Carlsberg. I, a lot I know. Of whiskey. Any Irish? Actually, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, wait. Did you not? Were you not? I follow- saw the picture. Oh, good. Okay. Yeah, I, saw the I, have, picture. I have that black label, uh, the black barrel uh, Jameson now, so people can go and look up Ian Hates in the Jameson factory. There you go. Yeah, it was fun. I, I'll tell you this. I'll tell you this small story. And I mean, we were technically on a on a break from the show, but we still had the two new episodes that came out. We That's still right. had uh, Stephen Giuliano. And we had Adam Clark from Rarity as well that we had recorded previously. So we kind of put all those things together so people would still have an episode while I was out. That's right. Yeah. So so didn't miss a beat there on uh, on on the episode end. No, not at all. And I, I'll share this quickly. So when we were in Ireland, we're we're riding around for people that have ever been. There's the Ring of Kerry and there's the Ring of Dingle, and it's basically you're going through all these small towns looking at the scenery and they have a lot of historical elements and and things that you can go through and the car that we had rented had a bluetooth so you could go ahead and connect uh my phone to (laughs) to the car so my my dad was driving and he goes you know hey i can't deal with that screamy stuff but (laughs) but you can you can control your music and what i had done before is since i use spotify now for most everything i kind of cleaned out my collection from my phone to have more room but I went through a lot of different things. Like I did a lot of I Am Ghost. I did some Rarity. Uh, I did uh, Pierce the Veil's new album. You know, that kind of stuff I was sure. going through. But can you guess, and this is, you know, through the stuff we've talked about a lot uh, on the show, can you guess what my parents, both my parents loved this band and did not want me to change it ever? Like I think we listened to their stuff like three times through while going through Ireland. A band that parents can handle, I guess. Huh? I just I know I'm I'm putting you on the spot because we didn't talk about this. You are, and I'm trying to think of what what they would really like that we talked about. Um, who I don't know. Well, I'll tell you. I don't want to. There's no reason dragging it out. Yeah. Uh, they loved all of the cover songs from our last night. Oh, there you go. Loved every single one of them. So <laughs> I thought that was really funny. I think it's it's one of those things where people like to hear lyrics that they know. You know what I mean? They like to hear songs they know, and they actually really enjoy like the way they compose them and all that kind of stuff. So even the little bit of screaming that was in it, they were completely fine because they were chuckling along with them doing like blank space and stuff like that. You know the the Katy Perry, uh, which one is that one? Uh, Dark Horse. Dark Horse, yeah. Yeah. So that was fun. That was that was a lot of fun. So it was a good time. Uh, and now I'm back and Craig and I are going to fill in all the news and segments and, you know, we're gearing up for more band, uh, band interviews and everything. So hopefully everyone enjoyed the Steven Giuliano and Adam Clark interview because I know we did. Absolutely. Yeah. And we're definitely always working on, on new things to have for you. So look forward to that stuff coming out. Oh, absolutely. It looks like there's tons of new music coming out. Yeah, we're we're hitting our peak here. It's festival season. It's the height of summer here. All you know, the band scrambling to get their albums out, kind of in the summer, and be that song or album of the summer and album of the year. Is absolutely all of these things come up? Uh, APMAs are coming up. Yeah, I mean, we voted a long time ago and asked people to vote a long time ago, right? Yeah, yeah, we did. Um, I don't remember actually when the APMAs actually are. Is it sometime 
Is it sometime in, in July? Ju- yeah, which is strange because doesn't doesn't Warp Tour start in July? I think Warp Tour does start in July. Yeah, yeah, which is so maybe they have one of their jump off points in Cleveland, right? Because aren't they? They're in Ohio, right? The APMAs. The APMAs are, but I think Warp Tour is actually. I don't know if they're starting, but they're doing some part in Alaska too this year. Oh, very cool. I believe. Yeah, I believe they're going all the way up. Oh, that's nice. Yeah, I, I mean, I'm still, I'm still looking for. I think I'm going to try and do Warp Tour this year. That's the hope. Yeah, that would be cool. Um, we'll see if I can, if I'm going to make it. You, you're feeling, <laughs> you're feeling a little tired. Yeah, yeah, and I'm realizing how old I am. The APMAs <laughs> are on July 18th. July 18th. Oh yeah, didn't we mention? Isn't isn't the Boston Warp Tour date like July 14th or 15th? Like it's like right before that. It's somewhere around there. Um, yeah. But yeah, I mean, obviously for people, you know, new listeners, old listeners probably know, but right now we do the show Ian Hates Music, the show you're listening to out of Boston. So whenever yeah. we talk about like a Warp Tour date, it's mostly going to be, that's going to be the one we would go to. That's uh, right. Because it should be at the Xfinity Center, I believe. And that's where it every, is in Mansfield. Yeah, yeah Mansfield. And I, I am not a fan of that venue. It's a pain in the ass to get to from here and park, but <laughs> you have to deal with it. But there are so many concerts there uh, this summer. Uh, Brand News playing there. Uh, Breaking Benjamin's playing there. Uh, oh, Prophets of Rage, which we'll talk about a little bit later. Yeah. They're playing there as well. Plus Warp Tour. Plus, I think, possibly Slipknot, even though I think Corey Taylor just had uh, spinal surgery or something. He did. Uh, the The rumor is, and from what I read, he broke his neck a while back and didn't realize it. And I think they caught it in some sort of routine checkup or whatever and sent him in for emergency surgery it's fucking nuts it's crazy (laughs) yeah but yeah hopefully he'll be back soon and everything but yeah they have tons and tons of bands uh coming to the xfinity center and i'm sure believe me most of those tours are probably coming to everywhere across the country and some in europe i'm sure as well sure Uh, so everyone should definitely go out and check out a lot of those bands because it's going to be a lot of fun for sure yeah and there's a couple tour things that we have uh on uh, on our list here today. Oh, absolutely. You want to start with some of those? We can. Yeah. Do we want to do plugs first, or we want to just? Oh yeah. Yeah. Nope. See, I'm I'm out of rhythm now. <laughs> it, exactly. So yeah, just to obviously we plug ourselves all the time. So thank you for listening. If you're a routine listener, and thank you if you're a new listener, just tuning in for giving us a try here. Uh, hopefully, you really like what we're doing on the podcast, and you've subscribed on iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher, however you get your podcasts. And if you like what we're doing, be sure to get on there and give us a rating, ideally five stars, or get a comment. Uh, you can always find us on ianhates.com. You can send us an email using our form, which is all the way at the bottom of the website if you scroll down. Or you can send us an email to ianhates at gmail.com. We are on Facebook at ianhates and on Twitter at ianhatespodcast. So, Feel free to check us out and retweet us, like us, share us. Absolutely. So there we go. So yeah, now we can jump into tour updates. And let me add in two things there too. So yeah. we also even I'm gonna try and be good about this, but it's gonna be very difficult. I, I've linked it to the Twitter and to Facebook, but I we have Instagram now too. Oh, we have so, Instagram. Yep. So it's Ian Hates Podcast on Instagram, the same as Twitter. So it's the same exact uh, username. So I can link all those things together. So hopefully, if I see any random cool pictures or something, I'll post and also plug. Like I got really excited today. I think it was an accident, but Ash Costello from New Year's Day followed me and then like unfollowed me. Like. <laughs> Like an hour later. 
<laughs> but I got so excited. I was like, holy shit, can we get Ash Costello to be on the show? But I don't think that's going to I don't think that's going to happen. But it was fun while it lasted. There you uh, go. And then second thing is I have to take iTunes to task for people a little bit. Uh, I did the Ian Hates Movies uh, podcast last night. And for some reason, they still haven't updated iTunes. And iTunes has been very fishy lately. So I'm hoping that when this episode goes up, people are able to get it on iTunes. But in case, as a little warning, it hasn't been that great. So make sure there's Stitcher, like like Craig said, there's Stitcher, there's Google Play Music, there's whatever other podcast listening app. And, and you can always yeah. listen on our website. Always on the website. You can download the episodes from the website. You can stream them from the website. So you're fine either way. We try to cover a very, very wide variety of ways for everyone to get the show. But just in case, I know iTunes is, seems to be the most popular one. So that's why I always get a little bit worried when they don't actually go up there. So, yeah. Yeah. So anyways, all right. Go ahead, Craig. Tour Perfect. updates. Yeah, let's jump into tour. So the couple things that I saw this week were well the the one thing that I did see this week as far as tour updates and I know you have a couple on here was that the Amity Affliction announced that they were going to go on a US tour. Yes. With two of kind of our favorite bands here, yeah. bands that we really like, Being Is an Ocean and 100th. Mm-hmm. Um so they're going to be touring the US and this is in support of their new album which comes out in August, I believe. Yeah. Yeah, it's August. I think I, I have it pre-ordered already. I just, so I'm oh. I'm already it's going to come to me either way. So there you <laughs> it's go. sometime in August, yeah. Yeah, but be on be on the lookout for the Amity Affliction coming around to a town near you. Yeah, I'll probably I know they're for for people on the East Coast, especially in Massachusetts area. I know they're going to be in the they're at the Palladium in Worcester. Yeah, and then also what was announced, and this one I'm actually kind of thinking about. They're going to be playing some rock fest in uh in Foxwoods. So it's like you could go up to Foxwoods, which is, you know, for people that don't know, is a casino area. And you can go up there and they're playing with Avenged Sevenfold and Chevelle and like a bunch of random bands. And I know <laughs> Craig's smiling because Craig's not the biggest uh, Avenged Sevenfold fan. No, older stuff, maybe. But yeah, and since they don't play any of that older stuff, unless you're talking Beast and the Harlot, that's pretty much it. Yeah, yeah. But I, I might give that a chance because Foxwoods is probably... a almost the same distance as Worcester. So if you're going to make a day out of it and like go to the casino and all that shit, then, you know, that kind of works out. Yeah, exactly. Now, how about some of the shows that you were going to? I know you tweeted out a bunch of things here for tours and bands coming around. Yeah, I was trying out the, uh, I, I believe, I don't know if you can look this up, but uh, we're also Ian Hates on Bands in Town, that app, oh. which I've been enjoying lately because they've been really good with Anytime a band that they know I like uh, announces a tour, they'll send me an update and then I can I can buy tickets. So the next one coming up is next week for me. It's the uh, Pierce the Veil Misadventures tour. So they're doing the whole entire Misadventures album uh, front to back. And I'm hoping more, but they're definitely doing it. But I'll tell you, I listened to the album a bunch more, you know, while I was in Ireland. And I really like that album. Yeah. So, you know, it'll be fine for me, even if that's just what they play. Uh, but then also it's uh, I the Mighty is with them and Movements and I like both those bands a lot and I've never seen uh, either of those two live so that'll be I'll be able to check those off my list I've seen Pierce the Veil a few times sure but yeah so that's that's next week I think it's Tuesday and it's at the uh, Paradise in Boston so if anyone uh, is around listening to the show and they're going you know make sure to say hi uh, I'll make sure to put out some business cards and stuff like that there you go and then I think. 
I don't know. I have some. I think Curses is coming to Boston as well, to the okay. Middle East. And we talked about them uh, a few podcasts ago. So yeah. I might be going to see them as well. And then we talked about Warp Tour. But I think, I think that's it for right now. For tours, yeah. yeah. But there's a lot of people. It's uh, ramping up. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, everyone's going to be joining Warp Tour, and then I I forgot to mention Blink One Eight Two is is on their big tour as well, and they just released a song today uh, called Rabbit Hole. And I don't know, did you get a chance to listen to it, Craig? I didn't. I kind of fell off with Blink One Eighty Two a while ago. They're on some of my playlists, and they come up in rotation randomly. But no, they definitely fell off of my list too. I didn't I didn't like their last one and a half two albums whatever they put out the newer stuff i wasn't a fan but this song sounds like a little bit more old school blink 22 it's upbeat it's just a fun it's like two minutes uh you know it's it's nothing huge but it's something i could enjoy like on in the background or something sure yeah they're always fun live yeah of course and they've been doing it for years and years now yeah they're the experts (laughs) yeah i was gonna say probably coming up on almost 20 years holy shit yeah probably (laughs) It's probably been about that long, which is crazy. Like you said, this is the year of nostalgia. So It is the year of the comeback. And there's a couple in, uh, I don't know if I put it on here, but in, in some of the things I read, maybe I just added it to the other the other list here, but um, Sum 41 just announced no that they're going to be releasing. Really? Yeah. <laughs> they're working on a new album. So I, Hey, good for them. I know their lead singer went through like a lot of shit. Yeah, you know, drug was, addiction and all that stuff. Allegedly, I I believe I don't want to misspeak, but I'm pretty sure yeah, it's something like that. He was married to Avril Lavigne for a while, wasn't he? Yeah, and now it's unless they divorce too. Isn't it the guy from Nickelback? Ah, uh, it may be. That's that's the extent of my pop culture knowledge, right there. That's it. Yeah, exactly. Yep. And then also, well, wait, wait. Didn't the didn't like Jessica Simpson's. Uh, sister, like Mary, one of the guys from Fallout Boy or Good Charlotte or something, too. Maybe. Uh, like we said, hey, send your hate mail, send your send your <laughs> pop culture gossip uh, to ianhates at gmail dot com if we if we mess something up. But I thought it was something like that. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, and so. oh, on the tour thing too, I I forgot and I put this on the on the list. Uh, Prophets of Rage, which we did talk about uh, a couple podcasts ago, or maybe just briefly mention it. I know uh, Adam Clark from Rarity had mentioned it during his uh, during the interview with him. Uh, they are definitely together. It is a mixture of Rage Against the Machine, Public Enemy, and Cypress Hill, and they announced their full tour, which is going to be the Make America Rage Again tour. And they have basically, I have not heard any songs from them, but they have like a little trailer, which is them talking about things. And in the background, they're playing Raid songs. So they're going to have new songs, but then they're also going to be playing Raid songs. And I'm sure Cypress Hill and Public Enemy songs as well. But they basically come out and say, said, we are a political band and we're going to be spreading this message, you know, basically before the election of, of you know, that kind of stuff. And, you know, there's not that many political bands out there right now that I can even think of. Yeah, Rise Against is the big one that comes to mind always. Right, right. that's yes, Rise Against, that's for sure. But I haven't heard much except for the whole birth certificate thing from them for a while, though. Oh, really? Yeah, when was their last album? I. That's a good question, I don't know. Yeah, that's the thing, I don't, <laughs> I don't know either. They've been so far off my ra- radar. I've seen them a couple times, and then I just I lost it with them, so kind of moved on sure but yeah is there any any more tour news i'm i'm for i'm worried i'm forgetting something 
I don't, I don't th think so. I don't see anything on here. No, that's good. That's good then. Uh, you want to talk about? I mean, we're we're you know Craig and I are jumping around the way we always do. Uh, do you want to talk about that AP story about the uh, singers? Yeah, we can do that. Right. Yeah, did you get a chance to look at this? I did. I, I like... actually wrote them all down and have my comments on them. <laughs> oh, you have them all written? That's better than me opening the AP. Like, yeah, don't worry. So... It's such a pain in the ass opening the AP website. It really let's, is. Let's go, let's go through it. I see it looks like you put together your list at the bottom. Yeah, that's extras that I was going to yeah talk about. Yeah, so you should go take a look at this. This is on AP's website. Uh, I copied this link in here because... You were away, and I'm like, Ian's going to want to look at this if he hasn't seen it, and I'm sure he's going to have <laughs> a comment or a thought on this, because I know you're big on clean vocalists, but Absolutely. it's the, the 15 best clean vocalists in uh, modern metalcore. Modern so metal, metalcore, yeah. I think yeah. that's, see, and this is why they get away with whatever they want, because I don't necessarily know what modern metalcore means. You know, like, they they are making a specific specific statement on where they're pulling their their guys from which so i don't know if mine actually count as modern metalcore so i don't i don't know yeah yeah but but anyway so i i think there's a lot on the uh on the list of uh you know people that i would agree with uh aaron gillespie definitely has great voice yes uh landon towers of the plot and you yes for awesome sure awesome voice mm -hmm. uh, and i just I didn't know he was X uh, before their eyes. I didn't know that either. Yeah, I used to love before their eyes, so I'm actually a little surprised. I had no now. I don't know if he left before they even put out some of their uh, some of their older stuff. If it was that long ago, but if he was in the original ones, I really enjoyed their stuff too. So maybe I was listening to him before I even knew it. Sure. Yeah, the couple others who were Telly Smith, of course, and Bo Boken. Yeah. Oh, for of sure. Of course. Yeah. But you had. Uh, you had your own list here, so let's let's see what did you yeah. put together. And we'll go back. We'll go back because I have some words about some of the other people on that list. Yeah, um, but I actually and I actually for, I left someone off out of ah bleh. I left some people out that I want to put in as well. But so I have first and foremost foremost I have Sean Mike from Alisana. He does some screams as well, but I think his clean high vocals are really great for what he's doing so i definitely have him on the list i don't know how craig owens from chiodos i don't yeah. know how he's not on that list unless they're just saying see this is what i don't know i don't know if they're calling chiodos post hardcore so he, the, that's not a metalcore band like but i don't know how he's definitely not on that list um scott barnes from in fear and faith now they went through a lot of changes with vocalists so I'm hoping I have the right person there. And people, once again, you can comment and let me know if I have it wrong. But if anyone wants to, if you go to YouTube and you put in In Fear and Faith and put in Billy Jean, there's a cover that I believe it's him, Scott Barnes, doing a cover of Billy Jean from uh, Michael Jackson on the piano. That voice used to do the clean vocals for In, in Fear and Faith. So if you have any issues, you should look that up because he's one of the best singers I've ever heard in my life. <laughs> so I'm gonna I'm gonna put that out there for for one. I have Dennis Stoff, the new lead singer of Asking Alexandria. I think he does an amazing job with clean vocals. I don't know if maybe they're just saying he hasn't done enough to to not be on that list yet, but I think he's awesome. Uh, Craig Mabbitt from Dead Rabbits and Escape the Fate. All these guys I've seen live too, so I know they can pull this off. That's one of my big criteria as well. They can do this live. 
Uh, sure. So I have that too. Then uh, now Jordan Chase from Shreddy Krueger, I have not seen live. Uh, but if you guys listen, he does the clean and unclean for Shreddy Krueger. And just go ahead and listen to Deeper Darker and tell me this guy can't fucking sing. Because it's amazing. But maybe once again, I guess they're considered like modern metal slash post hardcore. So yeah. I, don't, I don't know what the rules are, Craig. I don't, I don't know what the rules are. So Nobody then, knows. yeah. Then I have uh, Michael Swank from Micah Relocate. And then because I thought it was weird that they left women off the list, I put on uh, Alexia Rodriguez from I Said to Kill. I put in Layla Allman from Picture Me Broken. And then I also put in um, Kiara Lee, I think is how you say it, Castillo or Kia Castillo from uh, Conquer Divide. Yeah. So I don't know. Maybe I. it's AP. I don't really know what their criteria for, for their list is. But those are just some of mine. Craig, do you have anyone else? Now, I know you're not a, a huge lyricist, but I know you do like some clean vocals every once in a while, right? Yeah, clean vocals. Oh, you're putting me on the spot well, here. Yeah. <laughs> I, I mean, obviously Dallas Green. Alexa oh, there you go. Yeah, stuff. there you go. Yeah. Um, you know, again, who knows if that's metalcore and those guys really aren't putting out new music. Technically. Yeah. And that's, but, but also, I mean, they have this guy on the list, uh, who is it? Um, Joel Piper X he's X confide. Is he doing anything? But he was on their list. Yeah. I don't know. That's a good question. I feel like I keep hearing things about confide. Yeah. I mean, confide's great. Like, I like the band, but if he's not in the band anymore, but they still have him on their list, if he's not doing anything, then he's still there. I don't know. I mean, Tyler Carter from Issues is amazing. Like, Tyler Carter, if he wanted to make serious money, could just go do pop music. He could. Yeah, like, there's he's at least in bands that he enjoys, but if he wanted to really make money, he could just go do that. That that wouldn't be a problem. Uh, I like the... Where is it? I like obviously Bu, um, uh, Lucas uh, Mayar from uh, Vale of Mana of uh, Maya. Sorry, is very good. We already talked. To, uh, you know, Tyler Smith, Telly Smith is great. Yep. E- uh, even though I'm not a huge fan of the new stuff, Thomas uh, Frankelton from S- Silent Planet is awesome. Sure. And then Ronnie Radke from uh, I mean, people don't think that he can say, and it's even I think it's even stated in AP. People don't think he actually does but if you listen to his stuff where he really is singing he is really very good he just doesn't he just does whatever he wants though so he'll he'll throw in some rap and you know he'll do whatever but he's an amazing singer as well so i like most of this list that they have i i don't think spencer uh sotelo from periphery and from first to last now i don't think he's that great uh, but that's just, you know, it, it actually kind of brings up, you know, we, we kind of have our segment. Do you want, yeah, should, we it, even, should we even do it right now? It, it does. Have we heard from, from first to last? No. Okay. <laughs> yeah, there we go. We can move on. I, I don't know. Do you, did you ever get into periphery at all? Uh, no, not really. Like he's not bad. Like he's not a, he's not a bad singer and I would talk to him if he wanted to ever talk, but I don't know if I'd put him on this list, especially cause I didn't think periphery was metalcore. Yeah, I don't know where they fall. They're kind of like uh, progressive. Yeah, but then I guess also the guy uh, Jesse Cash from Era, which is uh, awesome. They're progressive metal, I thought as well. So yeah, they are too. Uh, yeah, I don't know. Again, it's like where you draw the lines, yeah. right? 
I think we're probably being too sensitive about the list, but I had to make sure, you know, for the people listening, first of all, go listen to all go listen to all these singers that they have and and make your own judgment call for which band you like more. But then I'd also give a shot to the people that I mentioned in the um and also Dallas Green from Dallas Alexis Green, on yeah. Fire. Yeah. Trying to think of who else I would have as, you know, a good clean vocalist and i know i'm missing people like there's probably more bands that i should have on this list but this was just off the top of my head people that was like hey people should at least think and you know some of them are very popular you know dennis stop from asking alexandria everyone knows asking well, Alexandria. of course you know, all that kind of yeah. Stuff. yeah everyone should know craig mabbitt by now i would think i'm yeah. sure so anyways, so yeah, so check out that list. Check out all those bands. I mean, if that's not homework for everyone, I mean, I would assume that people listening to the show probably know a lot of those bands already and, sure. and probably don't need help. But hopefully we said one or two bands that you either haven't heard of or haven't given a chance and then go listen to them because it's Abs- super worth it. Yeah, absolutely. So what do you want to try next? So next, I just had a couple things. So uh, I kind of came across this new music website called upset magazine oh scroll through some of their stuff so if you haven't ever been on there they have a lot of good features and stuff but they had one with paris um and i know you've seen paris a couple times here but i guess they're gearing up to release a record uh aiming for the fall here to put out that album i thought they had just put out oh that was a deluxe edition of their previous album so they added like a couple songs onto it or something yeah, so I guess they're working on a recording and, and going to be putting out a new album. So stay tuned for that. Oh, that's not bad. Um, the other thing I saw too, and I didn't realize this, is I don't know, have you seen, now uh, you do the movies podcast too. So have you seen uh, the Swiss Army Man preview? I have not seen the preview, but I saw when I went to see the really shitty movie that we just did last night for uh, Ian Hates Movies, I saw the billboard for it when I was walking down the aisle in the movie theater. And I was intrigued. So I'm going to have to watch that because I saw what you put there, but I didn't get a chance to listen to the music yet. Yeah, so you should check out um, the the preview. But yeah, it's a kind of a bizarre movie. Daniel Radcliffe's in it. and Harry Potter, yay. Yeah, and basically, like, he is a Swiss Army man where, like, he can be used for all these different things. Isn't he, like, dead or something? uh, I believe so. And it's just really weird. It's like Weekend Um, at Bernie's meets a survival, like, The Revenant. Yeah, 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 meets, uh, what's the one I'm thinking of? Yeah, I don't know. I, I just, like, completely drew a blank there. Uh, anyway, <laughs> the point I was trying to get to here was that, um, <laughs> Manchester Orchestra, uh, a couple of the guys in there actually composed all the music for oh, okay. this. They're going to be releasing kind of the soundtrack, obviously to go along with the, with the movie here. But, uh, if you're a big fan of Manchester Orchestra, the stuff that those guys do, you should, uh, you should check this out because, uh, it's pretty interesting stuff. I'm going to have to look it up for sure. Because that yeah. might also be a good Ian Hates Movies uh, candidate. So It could be, yeah. It's kind of like an indie movie. I don't know if you guys usually do. Oh, no. We've done, we've done plenty of indie movies. It's just now nowadays, you know, I'd say nowadays, like, like yeah, an old yeah. fuck. Uh, <laughs> nowadays, it's, it's all huge blockbuster comic book movies. So in order to get attention for yourself, you have to do those movies. Sure. And then you go back. But no, there's plenty. We have... Uh, movies like turbo kid and final girls and things like that uh that we reviewed as well so anyone can go on uh ian hates movies and look that stuff up so i might have to look more deeply into this and see if i can do cross promotion 
there you go. Yeah, check out Swiss Army Man. So, uh, and yeah, all the music by the guys in Manchester Orchestra. That's pretty interesting. Yeah, because I mean, it's I I mark out for sure if I see a movie and it has any of our type of music in it. Sure. But it's so rare. It's so ridiculously rare for that to happen. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, I have to I have to check that out for sure. Now I know we we kind of skipped over it a little bit, uh, but what did you think of the new A Day to Remember song? That they oh, put out? it was awesome. I mean, I think that was probably the biggest news that we kind of in the last couple of weeks here that we missed. Yeah. Yeah. I, I mean, I like Paranoia, but I really like Bad Vibrations. I mean, it was super heavy. Yeah. That's I I wasn't a huge fan. I mean, I know we talked about it on the show. I wasn't a huge fan of Paranoia, but I was like, okay, you know, I, it's just good to hear new a day to remember. Uh, but I really like I really like Bad Vibrations, and now I'm I'm much more looking forward to this new album. Yeah, so their new album, which goes by the same name, Bad Vibrations, they finally did announce it with a track list, uh, and it's going to be coming out on August nineteenth. So. And that's is that still independently released then? Are they just doing it the same way they did Common Courtesy? Uh, that's my guess. Yeah, I don't think they're on any label. I oh, think they're cool. just they're just doing it their on their their own. Well, that's why I went. I specifically went, and I I'll have a new uh, a Data Remember hoodie coming because I already pre-ordered that bundle. Uh, there you go. Because I know you know it's nice to help out. I mean, come on, they're they're huge, but they're also sure. doing it on their own kind of thing yep. as well. So yeah, I just want to make sure that it gets here and I don't have to worry about anything. Yeah, absolutely. So yeah, that was good. So that yeah, that's a that was huge news. It came with a music video as well. So if anyone is looking, you can go to their main site. You can check on YouTube, just look up bad vibrations and you'll be able to see all that. Yep, absolutely. What do we got next? So Rarity, they had their mini documentary that they were talking about on the podcast. So yep. if you listened last week, uh, they've been promoting the hell out of this. It's on YouTube. Um, you can go check it out. But yeah, they basically the thing I kept laughing is when they kept promoting it, they're like, oh, watch us crash the van in Boston. <laughs> and it was which, like a second. <laughs> it was yeah, like a second of the documentary. Which we actually like we actually talk about on the on the, the podcast. So. Yeah, Adam talks about a lot of the uh, well, not a lot because I mean he obviously talked a whole lot more on our on our show, but on the mini doc he also he talks about how their drummer uh, was great on Rock Band. It was the same thing he talked about on the show too. So if you want to put like faces to the voices, you can certainly you know watch them. They play little clips of them doing their songs live. It's too bad I really wanted to go to that show because they shot this in the uh, at the Paradise in Boston. Uh, yep. And that's when they were with Silverstein. And I wanted to go to that show, and I was doing a podcast at the time and didn't get a chance to. But our friend, actually, Craig and our uh, Craig and mine's uh, friend, actually went to that show and enjoyed it. So, I, you know, if you have a chance, definitely go see Rarity. Look at this mini documentary, and you just know they're good guys. Like, they'll talk Absolutely. to you before a show, they'll talk to you after a show. Like, they are just, they're there for the music. Uh, and it's great to see guys like that. So make sure, you know, go there, see them live, pick up an album, pick up a T-shirt or something because uh, they deserve it for sure. Sure. Yeah. Now, do you want to get into the the meat of of the podcast? You want to get into the album-ish reviews that we're going to do? Yeah, yeah. Let's talk about some albums. So there were three releases uh, last Friday, which was June 3rd. Yep. Uh, so we had Beartooth's Aggressive come out, Architects, All Our Gods Have Abandoned Us, and Geats, Parallel Lines, yep. all came out. So you so, want to talk about the big one that we both like really latched onto? 
Yeah, let's just go in order how we have it here. Okay. I think it's perfect. That works. So let's do uh, Bear Tooth and Aggressive. We had talked about this multiple times on the show from as soon as you know the details came out and they started putting out track after track uh, before right. it came out. So what are your what are your main impressions from this album? So my main impression is I think it's a, it's a fantastic follow-up to what they put out uh, before. Now, are I, you talking more the EP, or are you talking about um, the full-length Disgusting? The full-length okay. Disgusting. Right. Uh, I mean, I like both. I yeah. like both the EP and Disgusting. Um, but I think it was way heavier, way more aggressive. I mean, hence the title. <laughs> way more in-your-face. Um, breakdowns, just absolutely fantastic. Cover-to-cover, cover, awesome album. I actually listened to this on Friday, I actually listened to it probably three, four times. Damn. Which is unusual for me. <laughs> that is. That but is it was so catchy and, yeah. and so good. Yeah. Uh, what about you? What did you think? So I partially agree with you on this. And I it's it's hard it's hard to decide. I love this album, by the way. I actually might like this album more than disgusting, personally. Uh, but I also, in my in my opinion of this album, I think that it's not as aggressive as Disgusting was. And I think that it's more mellow. Like, there's definitely breakdowns. There's no doubt about it. Uh, sure. And, and I love it. You know, he'll, he'll yell, what? And it goes into a breakdown. He'll yell that last line of the scream he's on, and it'll go down in a breakdown. I'm not saying that there aren't breakdowns. But sure. to me, it seemed like you mentioned you said the word catchy. It seemed like this album was way more catchy and poppy to me and that's not a bad thing for me because sure. i like the mixture i like the heavy with that catchiness like i still if i took this album to someone that does not listen to our genres of music and i said here take a listen to this they're gonna go oh no this is scary music like that's that's for sure, sure. but in our genre and from what we normally listen to and comparing this to disgusting and their ep I think that this, in my opinion, is more mellow than those ones. And I don't know why that is. I can't put my finger on it. But when I started talking to you today and we had the kind of differing opinions, we both love the album, but we had yeah. differing opinions on how we, you know, what's going on in it. I did check other, you know, like websites, reviews of the album as well. And it seemed like they were very mixed. I mean, you can even check the AP review. And since they, you know, they don't, they don't do star ratings anymore. They just, you know, kind of talk about it. But a lot of people were saying that some people think it's very heavy. Other people think it's way more mellow, that it's more poppy or that it's not. It's like everyone has a very differing opinion of this album. That's really interesting. So now the poppiness, I, I think that both albums, I think if you listen to Disgusting or you listen to Aggressive, they're both, that's kind of a signature of Beartooth sound for as heavy as they are. They come up with these riffs, these breakdowns that are really catchy and kind of stick in your head. Right. Uh, that's kind of just part of their sound. So it's hard for me to, to say that, oh, this is more catchy than Disgusting was. I think they're probably equally as catchy. Uh, you know, and you might be right, and that's why music's so subjective, right? Of is that course. if it hits you at a certain point in your life, it it's becomes more or less catchy. You don't connect with it as much, and maybe I'm connecting with this one more because I was waiting for this to come out more. It could be, you know, like something like that. Because I've seen Beartooth live a couple times, uh, maybe even three, and they've always been really great. But I, they never really had a whole lot 
that they were able to put out there. So now with this second sophomore album, now they can come out and be a headline act and do a lot more. So maybe that's what I was waiting for. But I just hear, I hear anthems in these songs. Like okay. I hear, you know, from Loser, from um, from Hated, like, uh, you know, The Rock is Dead. I mean, yeah. it's there's so many anthems. And that's why I just think that it's a lot more catchy, poppier. And he's singing a lot more. It's similar subjects, but it's almost like he's even mentioning in the songs that he's getting sick of singing about the same stuff. Yeah, yeah. Which is interesting because I don't think you hear a whole lot of people besides like brand new. I'm trying to think of bands that are have who who sang about not wanting to sing about the things that they're singing about. Yeah, well, I mean, right? You get that from disgusting though. Like he's one of those people who kind of just tells it like it is and wears his heart on his sleeve and just lays it all out there. And I love that. And yeah. if you know he's talking about the subject matter because he needs to get it out there, but he's sick of talking about it. Like he's just <laughs> gonna say that too. Yeah, very true. Right. Like he just doesn't like, you know, he doesn't if you listen to the one interview, right, like I have a problem is actually about like his whole attack attack thing. And yes. That whole like, right, like he's just getting it out there and it's it's therapy for him. Right. I mean, it is crazy to think of his transformation from attack attack to the way he was. I mean, because he seems to be the same person technically, sure. but the transformation from that to, I mean, like Beartooth right now, this this album to me cemented him because I don't even know if he did any of this with the band. You know what I mean? Because I think he's just, I, he might just be doing everything on this album again because I'm pretty yeah. sure he did everything on the last and the EP just by himself and then he had a touring band. That's right. As far as I understand, that's how he did it. I don't know how they recorded this album. I know he produced this album, I believe, okay. as well. But... I guess for me, this album cements them or him, however you want to say it, as probably one of the forefront post heart, whatever you want to call this in this genre, like one of the leaders of it. Oh, yeah. As far as changing the sound, you mean? Yeah, and, and but well, changing, the, changing the sound by keeping it the same. Like, well, put, put, taking it to that next level. Yeah, I yeah. What yeah. I was like, really trying to say. No, right, right, right. Like something like that. But it's it's hard even to say that because... You get the haters, you know, I'll just use the I'll use the term haters here. You get the ones that are going to hate that he didn't reinvent the wheel and then you're going to get the ones that hate that it's not a change like you're going to he's going to get it both ways unfortunately. Yeah, because I can see the big criticism of this album and I mean to a point, right, is that if you listen to disgusting and you listen to aggressive it seems like kind of a continuation, right, of the sound and the style that they had on disgusting like and, you know, to me, that's that's a good thing because to me, it doesn't sound stale. Right. They managed to basically keep the same sound, but not make it sound stale and not make it sound like, oh, they just put out the same album again right. because they definitely didn't. But they definitely have just this totally unique sound. Yeah. Oh, yeah. For for Beartooth, they are you can always tell when it's a Beartooth song. Oh yeah, for like, sure. Like that's a that's a given. So I don't. I'm not. I, you know, you're gonna alienate fans no matter what you do. I personally really like this album. Uh, I think I can't remember what reviewer said it, but I thought someone said it pretty well. And I think I told you this, Craig. It was like if you're if you were a previous Beartooth fan, you're gonna like this album a lot. If you loved Beartooth, then you might be a little disappointed in this album. And I could definitely see that. 
I could see hardcore Beartooth fans hearing this album and going like, eh, it's new Beartooth, and at least we have that, but maybe they're not as excited to get the next album or something like that. Sure, they're they're looking the the hardcore fans are looking for like what are they gonna do that's that's totally like from left field that's totally crazy that's totally yeah something something may, along those lines I think yeah maybe something totally different but anyway you should go check it out it's definitely I'll tell you what it's definitely one of my top albums this year sure yeah um, it's I agree yeah so this will be coming up at the end of the year review oh yes <laughs> for sure yeah. Yeah, and there are a couple. I, I liked a couple lines. Um, you know, I'm learning. Uh, I'm learning my worth is more than your word. I like that line a lot from the album. Uh, yep. And I w- I forgot to start the show off with it, but I wanted to start the show off with uh, "If Rock and Roll's Dead, You Can Kill Me Right Now," which is a really fun sing along t- in uh, "Rock Is Dead." So yep. like, there's there's a lot of things you can latch on to uh, on this album for sure. Yeah, let me. I'm trying to pull up uh, my favorite lyrics. And yeah, and also my favorite song, and I think I had mentioned this because it was one of the tracks that was released early. Hated, it hated and loser are, are yep. my two favorites. Uh, and I even love that last. I forgot now. I now I forgot, but the the final song on the album I love a lot as well. Yeah, I just, yeah. I forgot what the name of it is. I just like and my favorite song was censored. Oh yeah, yeah, that's a good one. Um, where he says, uh, you know, I won't turn and look away when it's all you want to say no one's ever going to censor me yes yeah and i love that too i you know we've talked enough i i hate <laughs> i hate being censored i well, of course. Uh, self-censorship is the worst uh but yeah i just i I, lo- I love this album i really do and i and i'm one of the few people possibly that might say i think i love it more than disgusting but it also might be because i've been waiting for new stuff so so long that that's why i might like it so much sure so you, you know we'll see if it stands the test of time right that's right. Yeah, we'll see at the end of the year after everything's come out. We dig back into it. Was it as good as we remember? Exactly, and that does happen. There are sometimes when an album comes out, like right now. I'll tell you, I started listening back a little bit to the uh, to the Black by Asking Alexandria. That album's fucking great. Yeah, like I let it like because I had like overdosed on it. Yeah, and then I went back and started listening to it again. I was like, holy shit! Like that has to be on my list. Because a lot of people just take that stuff for granted because it comes out and then you have new music and new music coming out. But you got to remember, and there are some albums that are going to stand the test of time. There are other ones that are just going to fall off. Like that definitely happens. Sure. But, you know, I don't know. I'm still waiting for uh, the new Everyone Dies in Utah album. Yeah. You know, there's lots of things to be excited about. And we don't even have a date for that yet, right? No, I don't think so. I haven't seen anything about it. A lot of the bands we've talked to have either had albums come out or they have new ones hopefully on the horizon so we got a lot of stuff to look forward to that's right a lot of things happening but yeah you want to go on to uh architects did you give this any time uh, i did i okay. i listened to this um this came out this didn't come out this past friday it came out two weeks ago right i, I want to say yes i just didn't get a chance to listen to it then i have it up here let me just look yeah it came out on may 27th okay all right uh, yeah, so no, I did. Uh, I did listen to this. Um, I was really looking forward to this album, and it was, I mean, just a great album. I'm trying to think of even how I want to describe it. <laughs> sure. I don't know. Subject matter wise, it was just really kind of a same, really kind of honest album about just kind of the state of our culture. Yeah. 
Um, it's kind of in the in the title here. All our gods have abandoned us. And I watched a couple of interviews uh, with the vocalist, mm-hmm. but uh, I I mean they're just really you know a really awesome band that uh, I'm trying to think of you what to say here. Uh, yeah, sure. <laughs> Uh, they they just play well well together. Everything kind of sits well. Um, super super heavy, super melodic. Yes. Um, I don't know. It was a really uh, again a great album from front to back. It's it's definitely worthless and maybe the best Architects album. Yeah. To date they've released. I think I would agree with you on that one. For me, uh, since I hadn't listened to a lot of art, I had listened to them a long time ago, but not recently. Uh, I forgot when I heard his voice. I immediately thought old school bring me the horizon with that's way more polished though. So sure. imagine imagine before uh before heaven uh heaven is you know is real as keep it a secret like before that bring me the horizon but with a way more polished and experienced singer but I still hear Ollie Sykes in that voice. Sure. And I, it's the grittiness it's the grittiness of it, but it's so it's so I can't even think of another word besides polished because yeah, that's yeah. what it is. It's almost like it's a clean, unclean kind of thing. The the way that he does it. Yeah, yeah, I know what you're saying. It's the forced, it's the forced kind of vocals thing, right? Yeah, where he's really just pushing it. It gets it gets kind of to that edge. Yes, yes, and I would say it's a very well put together album. Um, I definitely, because I have not seen them live, I would love to see this band live and see how they how they pull things off. Now they're from the UK as well, right? Yep. So they have to be on tour here. You know, it's it's rarer to get a chance to see that. But if you do get a chance, I would recommend it because I'm pretty sure they're probably pretty good. But my my opinion of this album, though, where with Beartooth, I will continue to listen. I don't think I will give this one any more time. Like for me, there's nothing that stands out as unique. Sure. That kind of thing. Like it's just not. It's not that there's anything wrong with it. Just nothing caught me and said like, "Hey, these albums. I mean, these tracks stand out. You got to give these more of a listen." I listened to the album probably three or four times, but sure. it's just that's about it. I don't think with all the stuff I have to listen to, I don't think I'd go back. <laughs> you know what I mean? No, I get it. I get it. So yeah, so that's that's my opinion on it. But I would love to talk to the guys. I'd love to go through because they are super talented. They uh, are very talented. Yeah, and I do want to see them live. I just uh, just this album just didn't catch me. If that makes sense. Yeah, no, I get it. I get it. It's definitely. I mean, it's it, it's not everyone's cup of tea. I think if you're a fan of uh, Volumes or Era or North Lane or and I in love Hearts, Era <laughs> in Hearts Week. Yeah. Right, like if you like those kind of bands, I think you'd probably like, you know, the new Architect stuff sure. too, because it kind of fits in that bucket of bands there. True, true. Well, now, now we get to. I have a lot of questions for you on this one, Craig. Oh, I can't wait. I, I, I see your comment. Yes, I have a lot of questions. So, do you want to take the intro to this and kind of explain it, and then I'll ask some questions. Sure. So Gates, uh, so Gates, a band from my home state of New Jersey, released an album on uh, Pure Noise. So this album is called Parallel Lives. It's a follow-up to their first full length, which was Bloom and Breathe, which came out in 2014. So I stumbled upon these guys earlier this year. Um, I haven't quite been there since the beginning. Um, but they have two EPs before this. So uh, You Are All You've Left to Fear, which came out in 2012. And before that, The Sun Will Rise and Lead Me Home in 2011. So these guys are kind of this indie post-rock band. Um, but they really kind of get a little bit heavier 
and, and heavier I say that, not necessarily in the sense of kind of, you know, we're just talking about architects and bear tooth. Right. It's not the same kind of heavy. Um, but more in the sense of what, what they tend to describe as the wall of sound, right, where they just kind of like all build and build and build. Um, you should watch these guys live. They have a couple between Audio Tree and Little Elephant. They have a couple live sets that are really done well. They have three guitarists that kind of – the vocalist plays guitar as well in addition to other guitarists. And these guys all have like you know really, really talented, all playing different parts. The way the music is composed and the way the vocals kind of sit – in there back a little bit um but then he really pushes them kind of to the forefront and gets kind of into this gritty scream um that's more of the bloom and breathe type uh album parallel lies was a little bit more subdued when i listened to it so this was way more pulled back way more kind of ethereal out there atmospheric if you're listening to it uh not so much of that in your face so really kind of if you're in uh, a chill mood and want to listen to it. Um, I'm still a fan of Bloom and Breathe a, a lot more and their EPs a lot more than this new album. Um, it was a little light for my my taste, but I still think compositionally it's a fantastic album. They did a great job with it. Um, and, you know, maybe they're, they're kind of exploring a little bit of things. They're on tour with Thrice now, which made me this past weekend I dug back into some of the Thrice stuff. And if you listen to the Alchemy Index and some of their later stuff, you can hear how kind of the two of them on tour together makes sense because genre wise where thrice has gone and where gates is totally makes sense yeah they're i mean you can tell they are talented guys for sure they are. uh but what i what i was surprised about was how soft it was because <laughs> i i listened to it uh but that is not my style of music and it's sure. not normally the genres that we talk about on the show but let me ask you this so i thought that post-rock meant no uh, lyrics, like no singer. Ian, no I'm just like alternative press here. <laughs> you won't figure out what metalcore means to me or post-rock. No, I really have no idea. Like, okay. I never heard the term post-rock until we started talking about it. Oh, sure. Okay. Um, I don't know. I just kind of call it instrumental rock because like, really that's what it is. And if I call stuff instrumental rock if it really is. The explosions in the sky, Caspian, uh, If These Trees Could Talk. Uh, Russian circles, whatever, like that bucket of just really just instrumentals and no vocals at all. Right. Uh, these guys, I kind of call like a heavier indie rock okay. because to me, indie rock is a little bit softer than this. It can get a little folk, folksy. Yes. And this is a little bit on that kind of edge where it's you know, uh, movements also falls into that bucket for me. Is kind of like this heavier indie rock. Yeah, I bordering on punk right? yeah like, see that's that's the difference i would say with movements because i put movements in a category with like maybe i'm crazy but i thought more like with rarity and with so, sure. you know like that kind of thing sure and i think i'm trying to think of where i even put rar rarity may actually be on my playlist here with gates really and with movements yeah oh, see, i would i would have put them all almost almost on the easy core track i would have oh. put them with um with a uh, bad case of big mouth and abandoned by bears and stuff like that, where they may maybe that's a little bit more upbeat, but in yeah. general, I would put them in a category similar to each other. Sure. Sure. But I no, would I definitely see... not put gates in that category. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I don't know. It just sounds, you know what? It kind of flows well, mm -hmm. kind of with what I, you know, my playlist when I shuffle it, but yeah, I, I mean, I don't know about the post rock and having vocals or not. <laughs> sure. 
I don't know. These guys are kind of more like, yeah, their their style, especially on this album, was way more ambient. Okay. Uh, kind of pulling back a little bit. It was I, and the way the vocal set in the mix was interesting too because they were kind of like. It reminded me of the new title fight CD too, and I forget what it's called now. Okay. That just came back. But if you listen to the title fight CD, the vocals are pulled way back in the mix. And they're kind of like there, but in the background, and it's really bizarre. Hmm. And I feel like I had the same impression with the new Gates album, where the vocals were kind of like they were there, but they weren't supposed to be in the forefront. It was all about yes. the music. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, I definitely got that feeling. Yeah, because they were not in your face at all. It was a lot more singing, but it was way kind of in the background. Right. Uh, which was it, it kind of a bizarre take on the vocals. I've only ever heard a couple people do stuff like that. Right. Yeah, yeah, I could see that. Okay, that's just kind of the thing I was asking because, yeah. I this think you had questions. Well, this that one, was only one question. I know, well, you, you answered my my beginning stuff that I already... You know, I covered was, it so well. You covered it so well, Craig. I love <laughs> post-rock music now. Like, I just, no, I, I just... Like, I definitely have respect for the music. And sure. once again, I... I think it'd be really interesting to talk to a band like this to to understand like because what I seriously and it might sound stupid saying it but I don't know how do you go see like I I stopped listening to Thrice around the albums you started talking about because yeah. that's not I remember Thrice from the music that I loved when they when they did now I don't even think I'd be surprised if Thrice even plays Artists in the Ambulance anymore I like, believe they, well, I don't know if they do or not, but uh, I know I stumbled across the live album from 2008, which actually wasn't too far off of that. Well, I went, played. I was on, I went to that tour. So okay. yeah, they still played that stuff. Like that yeah, was, yeah. yeah. But you're saying like now, now, now. That they have like, what do they have? Like nine albums? Yeah, probably. <laughs> yeah. But what do you do at the show? Like, well, that's why they call it shoegaze, right? What? You've never now see that's the term I've heard for that kind of music. Oh wait, are you talking about like people just like looking down at their shoes and like swaying back and forth? That's what they oh, call it. Oh okay, music. it's right. called shoegaze. Shoegaze. Okay, I didn't know. You never hey, heard look, that? See, I learned. I learned new things all the time. That's why we have a podcast. So like yeah, rather than call it post rock, like explosions in the sky and all yep. this other stuff is they call it shoegaze because yeah, you kind of just stand there and like listen to it, but you're not right. really doing anything. Which I ah okay. Yeah, because I expect like I expect to see a band more like that or any type of band like that at like a bar because then you're walking around and it's just like in the background and you're not really rocking out to it. It's just there and you know they're doing something kind of cool, but you're getting a drink. You're talking to whoever you want to talk to, you know, that, sure. that kind of thing. I just never thought about paying money to go watch someone do that. Yeah, <laughs> that was that was always the thing for me is because I have friends who only now like it's almost like they quote unquote evolved into like I'm just done with vocalists now and I'm only listening to instrumental rock and they'll go to the shows and I'm like, what do you do? Like, <laughs> what do you do there? Like, are, are you watching intently at the guitar player play like and the bassist and, and the drummer? Like, is that what you're doing? Well, think of it. Think of it right. Like the same the same way you would go. Right. If you went to see like an orchestra play. Right. It's the same kind of thing. Right. Except yeah. just a different genre of music. Sure. That's okay. all instrumental, too. It's all. Oh, true. Yeah. But normally you have like screens in the back playing something while, while not always no that's true but i'm going to the lower rent ones i'm talking about like when you go to see video game symphonies and like, oh okay and like my buddy uh had tickets to go see uh like them do uh raiders of the lost ark with an orchestra 
with gotcha. it. Like that's yeah, any of the orchestra or symphonies I've seen, they're playing with some video in the background. Okay. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Yeah, so uh, you're you're right, and and a lot of these bands do like the production is there too, right? Where they will play stuff on the background, kind of the, the same the same kind of idea, right? Sure. Yeah. But it, you know, it's it's just more about the music and less about you know singing about a certain subject matter. Right. The you know writing the song, I would almost argue, is you know just as hard, if not harder. Oh, right? Okay. Because you right. don't have that vocal component there to carry a melody. You have to figure out how you're going to carry a melody and how you're going to change the song right. between a couple guitars, right? Yeah, you're uh, taking people through a journey without the actual like lyrics painting a picture. So the the musical instruments have to take you through that journey. Exactly. Just themselves. Yeah. Exactly. And you know, I honestly I don't even think that deeply about it when I listen to it. Sure. In, in all honesty. I just like it for, I think it's super complex because of that, right? And it's just interesting to listen to and easy to kind of read or work to uh, without having the vocals. Even as much as I don't focus on lyrics, I find it distracting. Yes. <laughs> well, that's that's what's funny. Yeah. So for you to go with the instrumental makes perfect sense. And for me, it's much harder. But like I love, look, seriously, I'll put on a piano song, like just piano music and just listen to that every once in a while for sure. Sure. But in general, it's very rare for me to listen to music without vocals because I attach myself so much to vocals. And that's yeah, why yeah. it's tough for me. Like I, I question when people go to see mellow concerts and stuff because I don't know what they're – what are you doing there? Like why didn't you just listen to the album? You're staring at your shoes. Yeah, I guess, I guess, I guess so. See, I'm learning. I'm learning all these You're things. Learning. I just, I, I do try and go to a lot of different types of shows. You know, obviously, sure. I go to a ton in our genres of music that we talk about on this podcast. But I've also been to other. You know, I, I almost went. You know, if I didn't have this, you know, the the girl like end up calling me. I don't, I don't think did I tell the story about Andy Biersick or however you say his name no, from Blackfield Brides. So I was planning. I had said on the podcast that I was planning on going to that show, and that was going to be a little different. You know, because that album, I don't mind that that new album, his solo album that he has, but it's certainly different than what I would normally listen to and what I would normally go see. But I I ended up just not talking to the girl that had bought the tickets for like a week before, and then she called me at like nine thirty p.m. and was like, "Hey, do you still want to go to the show?" And I was like, "No, I made other plans. Like, I just figured we weren't going to the show, so I don't have a story for that. For that, you know, for Andy, but that would have been something that I would have been interested in seeing how things work. You sure. Know? Like, what do you do? Like, I just that would be interesting because I'm assuming yeah. you just bop around. You know, I just scream Andy's name. You know, and you know, go like, ah, your hair's awesome. You know, yeah, like that. yeah. Uh, who knows? And a lot of the back last point on the post rock shoegaze thing, right? But there's a lot of crossover too, because I know bands like Caspian. Mm -hmm. When Under Oath just did their tour, Caspian was on tour with them, and right. they opened. Oh right? yeah, and yeah. they have no vocals. Right. They have vocals in some of their songs, but not not a lot. Not a lot. Most of ninety plus ninety five plus percent of it is all instrumental rock stuff. Right. It's pretty heavy stuff. Oh yeah, for sure. But do you think? Now, here's here's just a question, though, too. Do you think it's that there's crossover or that bands as big as Under Oath can just take whoever they want on tour because they like them? I think it's probably a little of both. I think it's probably they can set up the tour. But I also think genre-wise, I yeah. think that Under Oath and Caspian musically are similar. 
Oh, okay. I got what you're saying. Yeah, I, yeah. I think that like totally there's crossover there because just, I mean, all you have to add to Caspian's music is some sort yes. of vocals. Right. And you'd end up basically in the same genre. Like that's the only thing that's missing there because the music is just as heavy. Yeah, sure. Okay. Yeah, so. I see what you're saying. Yeah, it's it's a recent thing that I've been seeing lately and I'm sure other people who go to shows know it too. Uh, but a lot of times when you've got these bands that don't necessarily have the same crossover audience because that is what a lot of you know sure you get the you get the tour every once in a while where all five bands are really in the exact same genre and you just go through and you love them all because that's what you like but a lot of the shows now there's one or two other bands from some other genre and you notice that there'll be a group of people that are just there to see them and then they're gone for the rest of the show yeah, like they just—that was who they came for, and now, okay, under oath is not my style, and they're out. You yep. know that kind of thing. It—it it probably happens at most shows too, but it was just one of those things that I've noticed a lot more lately. When that different, you know, when especially when I saw Chelsea Grin with Amity Affliction, and Amity Affliction were the headliners, the half the audience was gone when Chelsea Grin was was off because they were the deathcore audience who was just there for that. Yeah, and they weren't going to give Amity Affliction a chance. Huh. That kind of interesting. Thing. Yeah, it happens. But yeah, okay, all right. I liked your uh, I liked your comments on on post rock. There you go. I've convinced you. Yeah, <laughs> I'm a super fan now. You're a believer. But I, I mean, like you, you know, I'll listen to anything. I'll give anything a chance for for listening, and then if I it's not my style, then I'm done. You know, sure. that kind of thing. You just move on. Absolutely. So I think we covered all of our new stuff. We got our we got our from first to last segment done. Uh, we did. We're all good there. Yep, so, so is it upcoming album time? Yeah. So let's talk about uh, upcoming album. So I, I put a list here. So uh, the most the recent one, obviously, if you're listening to this up to D, it's June 8th right now. We're recording this. So mm-hmm. Friday, June 10th, Let Live is releasing If I'm the Devil. Yep. So Ian, you have a comment here. You like uh, the single? Yeah. Reluctantly Dead. I don't uh, think I've listened to it. I just saw that this is out. Um, I didn't really care for their last release. Okay, like the full album? The full album, I okay. forget what it was. It yeah, called. I can only picture the cover art right now, but I don't with remember. the guy with the bag over yeah. his head. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 I like their first, um, oh, I don't even remember that one, uh, like, Fake History. Yes, yes, yes. I like I Fake so. History okay, a yeah. lot. That's a great CD. Well, this seems, this seems completely, it might be more of their second album then, or, okay. because it's it's way more mellow. Okay. Like it's way mellower than I thought it was going to be, but I liked it. Like it was sure. an interesting song. I'm gonna give it a little bit more time, which means when their new album comes out, I'll also give that a run through and and see if I like it. But I think they've changed musically a lot. Sure. So which yeah, is good. They're yeah. growing. I mean, that's how it should be. Yeah, and I I I thought they were great live when I've seen them. So yep. it'd be interesting to to see how the new stuff comes out. So yeah, um, if I'm the devil is the name of this, of the album. It comes out on Friday. It does. Friday, June 10th. Uh, The other three that I have here, so we've talked about I See Stars, but Treehouse comes out next Friday, June 17th, so stay tuned for that. They're still releasing kind of singles. I watched their latest one, and I kind of had the same, not not the same reaction that you had, but I was like, eh. Yeah, that's that's how I'm Uh, feeling. I'm going to get, believe me, I'm going to give it a chance, and I'm going to hope for the best, but I'm I'm concerned. That's for sure. sure. Yep. Uh, Amorosa 131 comes out on July 8th. Yep. So that's coming up here. And then Frameworks, I know we've talked about this band before, but their mm-hmm. album Smother comes out on uh, July 8th yep. as well. 
So stay tuned for that kind of over the next month here. Those are at least the four albums that I pulled off of our list, and I'm sure there's way more that we missed. Oh, for sure, yeah. Uh, but uh, these are the ones that I have right now that we're looking forward to, and you can probably hear from us on upcoming episodes oh, here. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, there's no way I'm not listening to all of those. <laughs> sure. Yeah, it's it's definitely happening. So that's what's coming up. Ian, what are you listening to now? So a lot of Beartooth. We definitely, we definitely talked about that. Same here. Uh, IRA Hill as well. Um, and we had brought them up before. Uh, and we're hoping to hopefully have them on the show soon uh, because there might be new stuff on the works. So we'll at least, we'll at least say that. I'm looking forward to talking to them. Uh, and then I guess I fell into the, the hole that most people have where <laughs> I finally gave Baby Metal a chance. <laughs> um, and I got to say... It's it's addicting because, and I talked about this when we I've had avoided the, this hole because it's been all over the web. It's all over. I know Rob Zombie came to their defense. Uh, Abath or Abath, however you want to say it, a bunch of bands are now are now enthralled uh, with baby metal. Okay. So it's it's three Japanese girls and like a metal band basically, and <laughs> they're singing. It's like Japanese pop over metal music. Would that be J-pop? Yeah, I believe if I believe Korean it is. Korean pop is K-pop. I don't know. I don't know if it no, is. No, no. I think I think you're right because I think in a few recent movies they were talking about J-pop. I think that is. I think it's Japanese pop. Yeah. I that, it would seem to make sense that it would be called J-pop. Oh yeah, but. absolutely. No, you're right. And you know, I talked about it during the Young Medicine uh, interview that we had. I have grown up with anime, and you, I can clearly, clearly cut and paste their music and say this is now an opening for a new anime whatever well, it is like right like power rangers is the perfect example of like even before the anime thing right of like the metal opening with the you know the japanese oh, sure. kind of crossover right with the, like, the guitar solo and yeah, yeah for sure exactly yeah. like yeah the japanese are no strangers to metal oh no absolutely it's actually a huge metal scene i believe in Japan. huge metal scene you know i love i i have found and and it's Killing it kills me now because I didn't make my uh, list of it, uh, which I should have. But for animes like Death Note and Bleach, uh, as well as Attack on Titan, like all these all these action ish uh, type animes, I have learned of many metal bands uh, or even like screamo kind of you might call them uh, sure. bands from from Japan. Uh, and I just don't have their names like offhand right now. But there's some great stuff over there. Now Absolutely. I'm a lyric guy and I can't understand what they're saying, but in general, like I like the music. So yeah, if you want to listen to a quintessential like anime song, listen to Baby Metal with uh, Karate, uh, and it just just know that they're like 15 as well. So <laughs> before you start like, you know, saying how much they suck or whatever. They're 15 and it's it's basic like look, the pop music that's all over like American radio and stuff, like this is better than that. Sure. That's how I would feel about it. So, it's it's worth giving a shot. I think the musicians are very good too. Yep. That's that's that one and then uh I also uh it's comedic more than it is I mean, he's very talented, but I was also going through my old Stephen Lynch stuff. If anyone knows him, he does a lot of comedy albums. You can find them on Spotify, uh, but it's all like comedic songs. But he does all the vocals and all the guitar work uh, and then everything else in the studio and his studio albums. And Craig, I had latched on to the song Craig and I was going to tell you about it, but it turns out you already know about Stephen Lynch. 
I do. I've seen Stephen Lynch a handful of times here. Yeah. I, I know Stephen Lynch. It's been a while since I've listened to any Stephen Lynch stuff. but It's still good. It holds up. Like I would I'm say, sure it does. Yeah, I would say most of it holds up. I mean, uh, if, if you're not faint of heart and you're not easily offended, uh, you should look up the song For the Ladies. That's oh, a, that's that's a, the one that immediately came to mind. Yes, didn't? Yeah. <laughs> I still, I think I saw Stephen Lynch probably like eight to ten times live. And whenever he did that song, it was the most visceral reaction of shock, awe, and hatred that I've seen on any people's, like any audience uh, after something like that. So look that up. I wouldn't play it at work. I wouldn't play it around your significant other if they can't handle that, but give it a listen. Uh, But yeah, Stephen Lynch, I don't know where he is now. He went off. He was so popular at one point that they gave him the starring role in the Broadway version of The Wedding Singer. Yep. And he hated it so much. Like, he despised having to do the same songs over and over and over again that that kind of crushed his soul, kind of. And he (laughs) ended up making an actual album that wasn't comedic, and that's where he lost me. And then I haven't heard from him since. So I have no idea what the deal is now. I would love for him to come out with another comedic album, but I I don't know if that's in the cards. But yeah, I just I started listening to that and I figured that was a nice little recommendation for people. Yeah, totally not screamo or metalcore, but definitely worth listening. To. Oh, absolutely not. No, but there, his D and D song is kind of metal, I guess. If you want to yeah, a little bit, I guess. <laughs> but uh, anyways, what are you listening to, Craig? So yeah, so we talked about Beartooth and Gates. Um, I kind of went on an indie streak here. I was listening to bands like Turnover and Citizen. Mm. Now, these kind of fall over. We're talking about movements and rarity and what I consider heavy indie. But they kind of fall on that play, that kind of playlist, that kind of genre for me. Sure. So they're a little bit edgier, a little bit ha- you know, faster, upbeat. They could almost cross over into that punk category too, some of these. Yeah. And kind of along those same lines, I was digging into some other bands. Like Pup has been all over. People have been talking about this band. Uh, Rome, Seaway, some bands that I haven't really, you know, dug into uh, in the pop punk scene. Right. Uh, and then Until We Are Ghosts, who just released an album. Oh yeah, yeah. Um, which you know was really really good. I I kind of found these guys a while back. I think before they got signed to In Vogue, uh, but they just released this album on In Vogue. Totally worth checking out. It's called. Yeah, I don't have that unfortunately. I'm gonna pull it up here so I can say the name. Up right here. It's called Detach Me From You. Okay. Um, and let me see if I can figure out what their other album is. Their previous album was Bitter Seed, which came out in 2014. Okay. So it's right on that that two-year track. It is. Uh, it looks like it's on In Vogue, too. Yeah. So um, unless In Vogue just re-released it. Oh, um, uh, that's a possibility. That. You never know anymore. <laughs> yeah, but these guys are really good. Uh, more melodic hardcore. Yeah. Uh, if you haven't ever heard it, but yeah, uh, "Detach Me from You" just came out in Vogue Records. Until we are ghosts, check them out. There you go. Uh, definitely worth listening to. Okay. Yeah, I think I think we gave people a lot of stuff to listen to this week. There's a, there's a lot of things. It's what happens when we don't do a pod. We don't record a podcast for two weeks. There's yeah. so much. And when we don't have a band interview like right away. Yeah, it's, it's all about this. Listen to our verbal diarrhea. Exactly, but that's what hour. people tune in for. I that's mean, it. Yeah. So I will. Uh, I will do the second part of plugs right now. So Perfect. 
Once again, you are listening somehow, and we very much appreciate it. Hopefully, you're enjoying the show as much as we enjoy doing it, or possibly even more. So uh, you can listen on iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play Music, or any of your favorite podcast listening apps. If you could, please take the time to subscribe, uh, rate, and review, slash share us with your friends as well, because all of that helps. I mean, obviously, we've had amazing bands on the show so far, and we're going to continue to have amazing bands that we love on the show. If we get higher in the rankings and get out there to more people, that means more bands are going to seek out being on a show like this. So if you want you know, the scene to continue the way it is, you know what I mean? Like if you want people to continue talking about it and get new releases and like all this kind of stuff, if you can do the review, if you can share us, that'd be, that'd be awesome. Uh, you that's can, right. Do your, do your part and help the scene. Yeah, that's, <laughs> is that your new catchphrase? No. Oh, okay. I like well, that. Maybe, and maybe, maybe it could be. Who knows? It's a good one. Uh, so what I also say is if you want to interact with us, you can uh, follow us on Twitter. It's at Ian Hates Podcast. You can also follow us on Instagram at the same name, at Ian Hates Podcast. There's also Facebook.com slash Ian Hates. And then obviously the main website uh, www.ianhates.com you can download and stream all the episodes there anytime you want the same as you should be able to get them on all the major podcast listening apps as we talked about but for some reason like I said an iTunes or something or Google Play Music or something won't pick up one at the reasonable time sometimes so that way we have it available in so many other ways so you can check it out there if you have bands you want us to talk to feel free to email us ianhates at gmail.com or talk to us on Twitter and Instagram and whatever you want to talk to us on, you're welcome to to do that uh, and we'll go from there. I also have on the same uh, brand name, it's Ian Hates Movies. Uh, you can do it the same exact spiel that I just went through. Uh, you can find it. It's just Ian Hates Movies instead of Ian Hates Music. And we actually changed the dates. So instead of doing Thursday nights normally is when we do the the movie one. We're actually going to probably start doing them on Tuesdays. So instead of me telling you what movie we are going to do, we've actually already done it and it should be out right now. Uh, the last Ian Hates movies is on X-Men Apocalypse. So it's a two and a half hour podcast. So enjoy does Ian, us. Yeah. Does Ian like it or does Ian hate it? No, Ian hates this movie. <laughs> Okay. Yeah, this was a terrible movie. Um, it's not Batman Superman terrible, so <laughs> it's still a step above that. Uh, but I love the X-Men too much to have a bad movie be made and not make fun of it. So uh, you can listen to Kelly and I uh, go through all different types of movies. Coming up this month, You know, we're probably going to do that, that terrible uh, Independence Day uh, sequel. We're going to do the purges because the new purge is going to come out and it's kind of fun. We can play with politics and stuff like that. So that's sure. a, that's a side thing. So I think, did I miss anything, Craig, in that? No, I think that sounds pretty good. Awesome. All right. So Craig, I will ask you this. Uh, do you have any final words for everybody? Yeah. Go and discover some new, new music. Ah, I ah you time. almost there. So close. So All right. Close. Not go bad. Do whatever, go do whatever the hell you want. I don't care. That's a good one too. <laughs> just the only thing he cares about is he wants people to email us with feedback and he wants reviews he wants ratings that's it whatever ian says there we go yeah actually that's a fucking great catchphrase i like that one <laughs> whatever ian says yeah. <laughs> and i will leave you the way i always do long days and pleasant nights thanks everyone <laughs>